Hey, Dreamers. Today, my guest hasn't been on the Dreamers podcast since episode 189. Uh, she is back here to talk about her upcoming Notes to Self book, and which I'm really excited about because I've loved seeing these Notes to Self on Facebook over the course of the last year, uh, almost to the date. I think the last one was just, uh, what, like a few days ago? Three yeah, ago? 21st, yeah. The 21st. Uh, I'd love to welcome back Daniel. Oh, I and Ava, who is joining us for her her second interview, I'm not sure in which vert, like which timeline this episode is going to come out in, but her second interview. So hopefully she stays good. I'd love to welcome back the amazing Danielle Watson. Thank you, Joe. Thank you, Ava. Oh, she she says you're welcome. And give me milk. <laughs> um, so let's. Why don't you get into to how the notes to self, well, what they are, and then how you got started doing them. Yeah, so Notes to Self is a project I started about a year ago. Uh, basically, I started writing a note to myself. It's not a note from the universe or some higher, more intelligent power than me. Uh, the idea was really that I needed encouragement and I needed to have a focus in my daily life that would help me focus on what was positive and and keep me going through a hard time. So if we, we, if we, we rewind about a year ago, tongue, tongue twister, twister there, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I was preparing to get on a global stage for the first time in my life. I was going to give a TEDx talk. And a couple of days before that, in fact, just about 48 hours, I came home to divorce papers taped to my front door. And I'll tell you, there is nothing like that to upset your internal apple cart, <laughs> but I I was able to get support from the people who love me in my family, the people who are my fans and friends on Facebook, and to get through that experience and to enjoy it and to thrive and to do a wonderful job. But then a couple of weeks later, when I got home and all the excitement of the event was over and everybody had gone back to their normal life, I was left dealing with this major life change that I didn't want to go through. And I remember it was actually my um, former husband's 40th birthday. And I was so sad because we'd been together since he was 23 years old. And here it was his 40th birthday. We weren't celebrating together. He just asked me for a divorce a few weeks before. And I remember looking in the mirror that day and thinking, I am so proud of you for getting through what you've been getting through so far. And I love you so much, even though he rejected you. Uh, you are a wonderful person. You are making a difference in other people's lives. And you need to keep going. And so I had this little conversation with myself in the mirror, literally looking myself in the eyes and just telling myself how much I loved myself. And so I wouldn't forget it. Um, I decided to post a few of the things that I'd said to myself on Facebook as a note to self. And I didn't really think much of it other than I was reaching out to connect with other people, showing them that I was in pain, but that I was, you know, doing the best I could. And somebody commented, my friend Donna, that she hoped I wouldn't mind if she printed out what I'd written and taped it to her mirror in her bathroom to remind her of how much she loved herself. And my response was, Oh my gosh, of course I won't mind. I'd be honored if you would do that. It felt so good that 
that my pain and the way that I was handling it was helping somebody else. And so I sort of thought to myself, oh, you know, maybe I'll write another one tomorrow. I didn't have a big plan for the project. And at some point after I'd written a few, I thought, oh, I'm, I'm going to write these for a year. I'm going to write these down every single day for a year, a little note to myself to encourage myself or that is a reflection on what I'm learning that day, but always really relevant to me, not, a, not really about anybody else. And what I found in the process is that so many people were inspired by these notes and so many people um, offered me support because I... I allowed them to see the process that I was going through. And it was just this amazing experience. So that turned out there were 365 plus one notes to self because last year was a leap year. <laughs> and um, they are all collected. They are going to be um, an ebook and then later a print book. And then eventually I'm actually going to expand it into a memoir where I write about the stories behind some of the notes to self and include photos of, you know, what I was doing in my life and, and, uh, you know, sort of the where is she now story. So I'm really excited about it. It was one of those things that it was just an idea I had. I started dreaming about how it could help me and what it could be. And I just ran with it. No, I, I absolutely love it. And I've loved following it. And it's it definitely has been very uh inspirational i i think that it, it's important that you write it for yourself and anything that you do not just how you found it um for the notes to self but like anything that you're trying to put out there into the world you know writing it from your own perspective instead of just praying like well if this person in this situation and like you know was going through something this is how i would handle it i mean it, it, at that point you should have you should have that experience um to, to be able to write about it and really like to, to be like, well, this isn't what I would do this is what I actually did. And it, right. here's why it was right or wrong, because we aren't obviously always right uh, in everything that we, we do or accomplish. You're Ava, so Ava right. <laughs> she, she is right behind us on that. And what I love about my nose to self project uh, is that unlike a lot of those sort of um, notes from the universe or a note from some higher and more intelligent, wiser power than we are, mine are really just from me to me. And if they happen to other inspire other people, that's wonderful. I, I want that, but they're, they're not written from a, um, a removed place. They're, they're written from the trenches. And, and you certainly have had, uh, the, you know, the trenches on, sometimes you were the trench and sometimes, <laughs> you know, you were in them. That's um, so true. <laughs> And it's tough. I, I can't uh, even imagine going through what you've had to go through to get uh, to get where you are. And and it's it's such um, I love just the dedication of being like, I'm going to do this and then actually doing that that task, mm -hmm. um, especially when it takes an entire year to do it. So I, I, I think that you're going to have a lot of success with the book. And I think you're going to have a lot of people that really resonate with it. Because, I mean, obviously, just watching people on Facebook, I mean, it's just such a small sample size of America. I mean, mm -hmm. that I mean, when you, when you hear um, of a book like what you're doing, it's like, oh, darn, why didn't I think of that? <laughs> right. um, but 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 the truth of the matter is, is that's the, the exact kind of book that I could totally see, be, you know, Good Morning America. Like there was one, there was uh, a book that not, not exactly like yours, but like in the same type of vein of, I'm going to write something every day. And it was, um, it was either thank you. I think it was like, thank you 
letters. Or, yeah. Or, was it thank you letters or was it I'm sorry letters? Um, I've heard about a thank you one, but then so I'm sorry might actually be a good idea. I mean, if you're a jerk and you're, you know, for a lot of your life and you, you turn over a new leaf and want to make yeah. amends, it might not be such a bad thing to write uh, 365 sorry letters. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You know, it's funny when you have a project like that, that you're writing every day, it's really challenging to stay in the moment and to truly write about what is going on that day. Because some days you're having a really crappy day and you don't want to report that. Um, but also it's really tempting to just want to write them ahead of time as, um, you know, to get ahead, to be like, oh, I'm not going to think about that project this weekend and to remain dedicated to truly taking a moment every day to reflect it's definitely it takes something mentally to keep yourself on task that way <laughs> at least if you're creatively minded like i am <laughs> and it is tough i mean i would be wanting to bank them too because i would think that um a lot of times i'd be like oh well that 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 thought goes with this thought you know mm -hmm. and you start to string them together into um like you know like here's multiple days worth of content um, mm -hmm. of, of notes to self. So, uh, I, yeah, it would be tough for me to, to be like, okay, I'm not going to think about it. And hopefully tomorrow I will m remember what I thought of today. Exactly. And, it. and it, it'll still be relevant. And one of the other interesting challenges that came up, um, was really staying in the moment with it as far as not worrying about it being perfect. I know my, my mom was like, well, are you keeping track to make sure you don't write the same one twice? I and I was like, no, because it's supposed to be relevant to each day. And if I needed to learn the same lesson twice, I guess that, you know, that's a pretty good note um, from the universe, feedback from the universe that uh, I didn't get it and that I needed to get it again. So I actually have not uh, fine tooth comb to make sure I didn't write the same thing twice, but I'm crossing my fingers on that, that I, I managed not to. <laughs> now, um, did you, is there any notes to self that didn't make it on the Facebook? Um, yes. Yeah. Some of them didn't make it onto Facebook because I was too lazy to post that day. Um, some of them were, I just thought not of the quality that I wanted to, to give. And looking back, I think that's ridiculous, but in, in the moment it felt like, no, I don't, I don't want to post that. Um, I've actually started year two of notes to self. So I've been, um, doing that for the past week. I haven't posted any of them yet. Uh, and I'm not sure if I'm going to post some of them or I'm going to keep it private until it's, it's done. You're actually the first person I've told publicly that I'm doing that. So you heard it here first on oh, Dreamer's sweet. podcast. <laughs> notes to self year two. We got the scoop. Um, and I'm hoping that this second set of notes will have a different energy. You know, the first notes to self were all about encouraging myself through a difficult time, staying inspired, keeping myself moving forward in spite of whatever circumstances were um, showing up in my life. And, and now I'm on the other side of that experience. And I'm hoping that, you know, this will be the year that I rock it out. And this will be the year that I'm really loving life in a whole different way. And that these will be uh, more positive and inspirational, but we just never know what life has to offer. So we'll see. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's, it definitely is going to be an amazing year for you coming up, depending how quickly you get this book done and out, mm -hmm. um, which I mean, I imagine it'd be pretty quick because the book is yeah. written uh, for the yeah. most part. You just got to format it and get a cover and 
uh, get on your way with it. So, uh, you know, I, I so proud of you and everything. I'm, I honestly, I don't even remember how we got hooked up in the first place. Um, cause episode 189 came out like, uh, back in August of 2015. Mm-hmm. Um, but we had recorded that probably at least two or three months before that, which I don't know my months in order or whatever. But um, yeah, so I'm guessing like June or we probably recorded it. So I don't even quite remember how we wound up meeting. But um, it's been an absolute awesome ride and, and a pleasure to to not only get to know you, but to know you every single day through these through these notes. And that's one of the things I, I love. Um, I was just talking to, I was just actually on a walk with Ava with uh, one of our neighbors. And um, I absolutely love Facebook for, because I'm able to keep in contact with these people that I, you know, I, I don't need to talk to them every single day, but I get to interact with them every single day to some degree um, and under like get to be a part of their lives. Where is if I didn't, um, it would only be when I call you or when you call me and let's face time it. For that. Yeah. There's only so much time in a day. So you know, it, it's tough. It'd be really tough. So I'm, I'm super grateful that you are a believer in the Facebook revolution and uh, I get to, to be a part of that journey. Yeah. I, thank you, Joe. I, I feel the same way. I feel like Facebook's such an amazing tool for keeping track of way more people than you ever could if you had to make time for a phone call. And, you know, the way some of us are using it, we are sharing the intimate details of our life and we are using it to truly connect. I know social media takes a lot of flack for creating this sort of veneered, fake version of life. And, you know, one of the things I like to say is the awfulness of the bad does not diminish the awesomeness of the good. So just because you might be posting mostly what's good on your Facebook page doesn't mean it isn't real. It's, It's just one stream of your life. And we all we all have different parts. And I like to read people's positive things. I, I like it when people reach out for when they need help too. But I like to read about those intimate or even inane details of people's lives, what they're seeing, what they're doing, so that the next time we do connect, either over the phone or Skype, you know, we feel um, like there's a basis for that relationship that's been ongoing. Right. Yeah, we aren't just picking up and catching up and then and then turning it off. Yeah. Um, so I'm curious, how has your dreams changed? I mean, we talked like, I don't know what, two months ago or something to that effect. Speaking of not calling people and then actually calling people, um, we talked like two months ago or so. And I was, um, how, how has your dreams changed since like, you know, cause you, with the purse process, you, you know, is that, that's over now, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. It's over. So how, how has it changed since, since that being over? You know, it's interesting the purse process took me so much further than I ever dreamed I would go. It, it just, it was like this wind behind my back that kept pushing me forward into bigger and better things. I I did not have a dream to do a TEDx talk, but I happened to be there. And so it's interesting as, as I've thought about dreaming, you know, the next dream, it hasn't been so much about my profession because, I've just already gone so far past what I thought I would. But for me, my next dream is really about finding that right person to spend my life with, that person who we can just kind of snuggle down into the day-to-days and and support each other and enjoy the next 60 years together. So (laughs) another, I I hope, I'm hoping, you know, I'm only in my 30s, it could happen. Um, But another uh, 
piece that I've been writing, which you may have caught glimpses of, it's not a daily piece, I intend to write a hundred of them, is uh, Dear Man of My Dreams. And they are just little notes that I'm writing to this man of my dreams about what an amazing man I already know he is and how excited I am to meet him and all the things that I want to to offer and provide for him. And, and just kind of putting that out there as a, as a map to him and really excited to someday when I meet him, you know, show him this collection. I was, I was having so much fun while I was looking for you. And now here we are. <laughs> well, I mean, that, that is all, yeah, it had been a while since I've seen one of those mm-hmm. that I can think of at least off the top of my head, but you, you've been so probably so busy focused on finishing out, you know, getting through the finish line of uh, notes to self, which, which I don't blame you. Uh, making making them uh count you know what i mean like because mm-hmm. in the beginning it's like oh if i this or that but but then thinking back like oh did i already say something like that how could mm-hmm. i say this better how can i make this more more like position to to be more impactful to my and not just that anybody else but to yourself as well i mean i could totally see that being uh way more t- probably way more time consuming than you probably ever thought it would be oh my gosh yeah <laughs> this whole project you just you don't even know what you're getting into when you get into it or or you probably wouldn't start anyway. So I'm kind of glad for that ignorance. I, I'm so impressed by people like you who or who are on their third book because you know exactly what you're getting into and yet you do it anyway. <laughs> well, books are books are the easy one. It, like I have a, a game, a card game that I want to build and I, like I know some of what I got to do, but I, I just I, I've, I've kind of avoided it a little bit because I'm like, I know it's going to take a, a long time to get the, you know, get it made and get it um, printed and then have to go and sell it because it's not going to sell itself. And you know what I mean? Like those are the things that's just it's, it, you know, I, I've, I've been hesitant to, but I'm like, you know, what, let me get this book out of the way. Then mm-hmm. we'll, you know, we'll assess and, and go through. But the the game is made like it's it just needs to be play tested and corrected. But mm-hmm. yeah, so there's things like, but I know how much time it's going to take. Look, I want to do another DJ album, but I know how long that's going to take. Like it's mm-hmm. going to take months for me yep. to do it, um, to do it the way that I want it done. So it's, it, it, you know, time, we're not getting paid to, to do all these things in the meantime that we're doing them. So it's important to, to prioritize what we need to be doing uh, yeah. at the time in which we're doing it. So uh, I'm curious, what uh, what new Roblox have you, have you run into since writing uh, this book that wasn't a book when you first started it? Oh, new roadblocks. Um, you, kind of the same old ones recycling themselves, my, myself, and the thoughts I have about what I am capable of or not capable of. A lot of times the roadblocks I run into um, have to do with ignorance, just not knowing how to do something or what's involved with it. Uh, one of my projects is I want to make a notes to self app. And I have a certain idea of what that entails, but not really. And I know nothing about developing apps or what an app developer needs or what it costs or what the timeline is or basically anything that has to do with making an app other than I want my notes to self in one. And so, um, you know, just taking the leap to start talking to people and expose my utter ignorance to professionals and have them guide me and what it what it is that they would need for me to to be able to develop this that that's been a huge stumbling block block just setting aside my ego and saying, okay, I'm going to ask the questions and I'm going to look like an idiot doing it, but I'm going to learn and and then I will be able to move forward. 
Yeah, well, th those can be definitely difficult, especially if you don't find the right developers uh, <laughs> in the process because, like, they could take you for a ride. And then it's like, well, yeah. you're already this far deep into it. You're going to go and take the project and go get someone else. Good luck. You know what I mean? Like, mm -hmm. that's, that's a that's a very real thing that I, I, you know, people that I know that have gotten apps developed have run into as a, as a problem. Mm -hmm. um, so it's... Yeah, it's it's definitely a tricky situation that I personally am not ready to take that leap. Um, mm -hmm. But I absolutely uh, applaud your your ability to want to take that on um, as something that you you want to do, and and I'm actually you're doing it, uh, which is awesome. So uh, so do you, so since starting all this, have you do you have a, a new recent favorite memory? Ooh, recent favorite memory. Gosh, you know, it's so silly because it's so tiny, but on Sunday I was at Trader Joe's and <laughs> I realized, oh my gosh, it's fall. Like, I know, I know that's silly, but realizing it's fall and just getting really super excited about digging through all the little pumpkins <laughs> to find some pumpkins to put out in front of my, my new home. I mean... I don't know. I was just giddy with excitement. It's fall. I can pick out pumpkins. Nobody gets to say in what pumpkins I pick and I can just please myself. It was just one of those moments where I realized that being single is not always a burden. Like there are parts of it that are enjoyable, like being able to pick whatever you want and being able to spend money on whatever you can afford and you want to, because nobody's telling you that, you know, pumpkins are a waste and it's ridiculous. So yeah, there was that really nice moment. And I, I want to hold on to that, of a feeling excited about, you know, this is my life right now. And, and it's exciting. It's not what I planned for myself. It's not what I dreamed, but eventually I will have that dream and, and I'm just going to enjoy those little things right now until, until that next dream comes along. Well, I mean for you and unlike probably so many people that find themselves in that divorce issue, um, you know, you are getting to live a dream, even if it's not that side of the life that you, you thought you would be living or wanted to live at this, at this point in your life. Um, but Hey, I mean, at the end of the day, you, you, are getting to do things that nobody else or very few people actually get to do, um, which is, uh, help other people with their story and, and on a grander scale than just like, Hey, well, I talked to my neighbor down the street and like, I helped them helped him or her through, through their issue. Um, you know, so it's and and I, this is like literally just the beginning for you because I I really really think that you're gonna hit a home run with your nose to self. Like it's, yeah, I I really really do. Thank you, Joe. You know, you're so right. I if I hadn't been going what I going through what I was going through, I I never would have written that, and and I never would have impacted any of the people that I am going to impact. And my friend Donna never would have said, Hey, can I write, put this on my mirror and, and been inspired by that. So I like to say the long game is always a win. <laughs> and I feel like this was my, my long game on this project. Yeah. The first one was written out of pain, but in the long game, I ended up with this amazing collection that's going to inspire hopefully thousands of people. How do your dreams for the future look now, now that you're so far removed from everything that's happened just in the last couple, you know, last well, year, uh, I'm sure things have, have changed quite a bit. It's true. You know, uh, one of the dreams that has come out of this is to 
really start talking to people about building their self-confidence and building their self-esteem and positive self-talk. So I, I sort of had that epiphany just in the last couple of months that I really wanted to talk to people about being confident in their self and their abilities. And about a month ago, uh, someone approached me about talking to high school age students about building self-confidence and building self-esteem. And, uh, and I said, yes. And so this Saturday, I'm actually going to be speaking in front of a, a room full of those kids and, and teaching them how to find self-confidence and self-esteem and to build that over a lifetime and to, you know, allow people to see who they really are and let people connect with you on a real level. And that that is not a sign of weakness, that the sign of real confidence and self-esteem is to be able to reveal ourselves, all of ourselves, the, the part of us that knows we're strong and that we can do something. And then to recognize the part of ourself that, that needs support, that needs help and, and knows that by asking for it, we become a stronger person for ourselves and for the people who need us. And that, and that's completely okay and a natural and normal part of life. I know it's, it's really difficult for this generation coming up because they see so much um, filtered reality. And, and I think that it will really serve them to understand that a confident person is somebody who is free to be themselves and is free to express all of what they they need and want and dream. And some of that is painful and it's okay to ask for support so that you can get through that to get to the other side. Wow. Well, I, I, yeah, I would totally, uh, I think that's awesome. And you know, if you ever need a partner to go and speak to, to uh, kids, let me know. I'll come down to DC. Thank you, Joe. Um, so, so what else, like what else do you got going on as other outside of, you know, the book and, and inspiring people to be better versions of themselves. You know, it's interesting. Um, I know we were chatting a little bit before we started and, uh, I have a list of like six things right here that I want to work on and, and need to prioritize. <laughs> so, um, besides, you know, note to self as a book, I've got dear man of my dreams going, I need a new website. My, my website is purse process, which I don't do anymore and haven't done in a long time. I don't have a notes to self website. Um, I need to figure out a way to bring everything I do under one house. So I, I do have a domain name for that. I, it's just a matter of sitting down and deciding what I want that to look like, what I want it to feel like. Um, I do want to turn the notes to self into an audiobook. I'm going to write a memoir. Uh, I have to get this speech sort of polished up for Saturday for the kids because you know high schoolers are going to show no mercy if I if I forget what I'm talking about. <laughs> um, getting my app developed, getting out there and dating, figuring out you know if the DC area is where I want to continue to live. There, there are so many things on my plate and. I know like a lot of people I'm challenged with figuring out what's, what's the priority, what's, what's going to bring me the most enjoyment. What's also going to help me move in the direction I want to, as far as my business. Uh, there are so many pieces that have to be juggled and then uh, throw it into the mix. You know, I'm really having fun using Facebook live and sitting down and thinking about, you know, what's the strategy with that? That is, it's not just, you know, flipping out my camera and saying, Hey, here I am in front of the dessert place. I'm picking up a brownie. Like let's, this is a resource. Learn, learn to use it more strategically. Well, yeah. I mean, if you, if you want to do something like that, that seems like Snapchat or Instagram stories would be the better, 
the better mm-hmm. place for that kind of stuff. Um, mm-hmm. I couldn't agree more about bringing everything under one roof um, with all of all you know all of the different things that you do and have going on the projects. I mean, I did the same thing at the beginning of this year, and it's been immensely powerful for me to not be like, "Hey, you can go to dreamerspodcast.com and J you know jpar.co or joepardo.net or uh, this website or that." Like, I had all these different websites, and it's like, look, if I bring it all under one, then I can just be like, "Go to this website, and you're gonna get everything that I do because I am the brand at that point, not yeah. every." everything else that I do. So, um, so yeah, I couldn't agree more. And, uh, yeah, I, that, I, that's awesome. So yeah, get your, get your speech ready. Cause, uh, that's how long are you supposed to talk to? Uh, 45 minutes. Wow. wow. <laughs> I know it's going to be tough. Well, hopefully that... you'll be answering questions and then you, you know, you know, so that's 10 minutes. So at least 10 minutes, 10 to 15 minutes. So then, you know, it's, it's it gets shorter. It's a yeah. lot. It's a lot, It goes quick. It goes quick. Cause especially with Paul. I mean, come on, you did a Ted talk. What are you, what are you nervous about? <laughs> you know, it's funny. Um, recently I was at a networking event and the speaker canceled at the last minute and they're like, Oh, Danielle can get up there and speak for the hour. She's done a Ted talk. And so it's funny. Once you've done a Ted talk, everybody thinks you're this natural speaker, but I am such a huge introvert and I don't really like speaking live on stage. I, I really, I force myself to do it because I know it serves other people. And I know that the more I do it, the more comfortable I get with it. But I'll tell you, you can't see it in my TED video, but I was shaking. I was shaking while I was up there. And every time I get on stage, I am shaking inside and like just vibrating with with nerves. Eventually, I do get a little more comfortable. But when I got off the TED stage, it was almost like I blacked out. I I couldn't even remember what I'd said or how long I'd been there, if I'd waved goodbye or just run off the stage. (laughs) Well, I've been there. I've been there. Um, I, I totally understand that, that nervousness. And, um, if people are going to resonate with what you have to say or not, and it's, um, yeah, definitely, definitely can be tough. Um, it's a lot tougher than a lot of people maybe want to give credit for. Um, so is there any last thoughts you'd like to share before we, uh, I guess, well, you have to share some way for people to connect with you online other than your website that doesn't exist yet. So, uh, is there any last thoughts you'd like to share in the meantime though? You know, last thoughts would be whatever circumstances are facing you in life, there are people in your life who will get behind you if you will only ask for support. And you just never know what amazing good is going to come out of what feels at the time like a really crummy experience that that you didn't ask for. So find it in you to ask for what you need and be really specific and if you don't get it from the first person you ask, ask someone else, because whatever you're asking for is, it's not too much. You just, you haven't found the right person who can support you through whatever it is you're, you're going through. So if anybody wants to find me online, currently you can find me at purseprocess.com. You can't buy anything from me there, but you can uh, email me directly. I am also very active on Facebook. Um, find me there. I'm, I'm currently wearing a very beautiful pink ball gown in my uh, profile picture. And if you're friends with Joe, we're friends. So I'm sure you can find me uh, that way by, by uh, searching through his friends. Yes, yes. And they should look you up on Facebook. Um, do you have a Facebook page yet? I, I have oh, my old yes. purse process one, but it's not active. Yeah. Uh, okay. 
All right. Well, Danielle, thank you so much for taking the time to come on. I, ho- I hope people check out your stuff and, and be on the lookout for the book. I will definitely be posting about the book once it uh, does come out. Ava's ready to take a nap. If, if you can hear that in the mic, I'm not sure. Um, and it's, yeah, it's been an absolute pleasure not to just follow your story, but to, to be a part of uh, the journey. And, and thank you so much again for coming, taking the time. Thank you, Joe. Bye, Ava. Thank you for joining us for this episode of the Dreamers Podcast. Follow us on Twitter at Dreamers Podcast. Join us on Facebook at facebook.com slash Dreamers Podcast. If you or someone you know would like to be a guest on the Dreamers Podcast, please send an email to j at jpar.co. This podcast is copyright 2014 by jpar.co.